Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Casual Sweats, the only video game podcast you will ever need. And some would say, did you just hear my voice squeak? Apparently, I'm going through pubescence to the electric boogaloo. Some would say the only podcast at all that you need. Uh, My name is Josh Owens. Joining me, entering the chat, is Evan Small. What up, everyone? And I'm glad you actually said your last name this time. I gave both of my names. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin Young. Hey, I am Ben Young. (laughs) And that's not how he always talks. And uh, (laughs) lastly, Clayton Johnson. (laughs) Hey, what's up? Um, I'm very excited. Uh, This is Clayton and Ben's first time on the podcast. You guys are our first guests, actually, on the podcast. So... um, the first guest to spill coffee <clears throat> oh no so you guys can add that to your resume that you're uh the first guests on the casual sweats video game podcast so this is a very exciting podcast this is the first episode of the new year 2021 the year that is going to put all other years to shame and definitely take care of all of the bullshit that 2020 gave us there will be no more terribleness COVID is gone Everything is fine and wonderful, and this year is going to be fantastic. Um, And so we're doing Game of the Year uh, discussions for 2020, and by the time we finish this episode, we are going to have a definitive, not at all incorrect, completely 100% accurate top five ranked video games of 2020 And then you can confidently go out and talk to your friends at parties because COVID is gone and say, I know what the best video games of 2020 are because casual sweats told me. So that's what we're going to do today. Uh, And I'm very, very excited. Before we start that, though, um, Clayton, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, man. Uh, My name's Clayton. I'm 27 years old. And... The qualifying part of me being on this podcast, I played video games ever since I was a kid. And that's pretty much it. (laughs) Um, I love them. I've played uh, very competitively for many, many years. Uh, And so, yeah. Uh, And I know Josh um, because I worked with his wife and then I became his sensei in Rocket League. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say Clayton, you are the only you're one of the very unique gamers that I know that loves role playing games as much as I do, but also competitive games as much as I do. Uh and I feel like that's a strange mix uh a lot of the time. But yeah, Clayton is um uh like a masterful Rocket League player. And dude, you should start up a side gig. I got Fall Guys coaching from a guy on Fiverr a couple weeks ago just for like the heck of it. And it was actually really, really fun. Uh, you should start up a side gig and do rocket league coaching. You could, you could make some decent bank. I feel like, uh, yeah, I will. 2021 is my year. Yeah. With all the extra time you have on your hands, I'm sure. Um, Benjamin young, we go way back, uh, from the good old Indiana days. I miss Indiana so, so much. Um, do why don't you? you tell us a little bit about yours? I, I do. I do. I know it's hard to believe, but I do. Uh, have you ever told your listeners about how you moved away <clears throat> and didn't tell me? 
I, I have not told my <laughs> listeners about that. Listen, I'm a I'm a bad friend. Uh, I told Ben that I will say it publicly because I feel awful. I was it was it literally after I moved Ben that I told you, or was it like right before? I feel like it was after. It was I was texting you to see if you want to get dinner or lunch or something, and you were like, "Uh, I moved." <laughs> yep, that's how it happened. I was like, yeah, I moved a long, very long ways away, like 12 hours away. Um, so coffee's going to be difficult. Yeah, I, I still feel very, very bad about that. But uh, other than other than being bitter at me, Ben, over that, um, what else about you would you like to tell us? Well, my name is Ben and uh, there's a train. One sec. That's Indiana for you. All right. It's it's blowing its horn. Give me one sec. One sec. And okay. Okay, my name is Ben, and I like video games much like the rest of you. Uh, something you all need to know straight off the bat is I'm very, very busy, and I don't have a lot of time for games. So I pick and choose the games I'm going to play uh, as a, what I view as a worthy time investment. Uh, because of this, uh, I'm very passionate about the games that I do play. And uh, I'm very irritable to have discussions with about these games with. So just a warning, I could get hated. And, and by the way, of course, I, I, this was today I picked, of all days, the first day to quit smoking and carbs at once. So it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. <laughs> that was great. We're going to piss Ben off before the night's over. I'm positive. Um Speaking of speaking of investing your time in into things uh, that are possibly a waste of time, Ben, um, I'm I'm probably gonna feel really bad about myself after I share these because you're trying to be responsible and invest your time wisely, and I wrote down some stats about my video game habits in 2020, and I would like to share them with you all now. Um, <clears throat> I went to my PS5, which tracks game time now um well apparently playstation's been tracking this all along but they just now surfaced it uh via the ps5 and so i tried to get a a a decent estimate of how long i spent playing video games just on playstation this does not include handhelds which like i've got a, a vita and a psp and a switch and stuff so it doesn't include that stuff although i didn't spend a ton of time on those and it also doesn't include pc gaming so this is just playstation so we can we can safely assume that whatever this is, it's higher. And I also don't know how accurate this PS5 thing is because some of them seemed way underestimated. Some seemed way over, but it probably averaged out. So here we go. I'm just stalling because I really don't want to share this number, but I'm going to share this number. <laughs> <clears throat> I spent in 2020 roughly 600. No, sorry. That's not accurate. 767 hours playing video games which averages out to about two to two and a half hours a day um so when it's put that way it doesn't sound so terrible but 700 on the ps5 this is just on the ps5 but i i think i think it's i think it's overestimated in total so but ps5 is where i spend the most of my time gaming anyway like the vast vast majority so I told you I was going to feel bad about this. Don't guilt me even more. <laughs> it's okay. 
<laughs> Didn't it like come Seven. out like two months ago? There was no, 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 no. This yeah, is this is on PlayStation. The PS5 <laughs> is no, no, no. So the PS5 is tracking all game time on games, not just on not just oh. played on PS5. Sorry, is that if that was your question? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. It's it's on PlayStation Total. It's it's tracking like previous playtime as well. Okay, that's so yeah, much yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's okay. Continue. I literally <laughs> would not have been doing anything else if it was 767 hours just on the PS5. Uh, so for the year, 767 hours gaming, roughly. Uh, I earned 621 trophies in 53 games. Uh, three of those were platinums. I got a platinum in Astro's Playroom, which is fantastic. One in Last Campfire, which is Hello Games follow up to No Man's Sky. It's completely different. It's adorable. I love it. I'll talk about it later. Uh, and I got a platinum in Spider Man Remastered. I have an asterisk next next to that one because if you transfer your PS4 save to the PS5 version, it automatically gives you all those trophies and gives you a platinum. So I got a free platinum, but I'll take it. And um, Stardew Valley was the game I played by far the most this year. I put 120 hours into that game alone, uh, and I've just started a brand new playthrough on the PS5, and so I'll be putting more time into that. And the video games industry as a whole increased in worth this year by 9.3%, which brought it to a hefty $159.3 billion as a whole. So that aligns with, um, now I'm forgetting his name, the marketing director for PlayStation, uh, what he said when he said they're in, uh, like video games are in a recession proof industry. Uh, like they saw no downturn in 2020. Um, and I get it. People are inside. They got to have something to do. Yeah. They sold out their consoles. Yeah. Evan's not bitter though at all. No, not at all. Evan's actually really happy for Sony that they're, they're doing so well. Yeah. Congrats. Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and all the and all the scalpers that are that are making that so much disappointing. money. Yeah, like good for you if you're selling a good product, it's quality. But scalping, come on. Yeah, yeah, scum of the earth. Um, all right, so those are my stats. Um, would anybody else like to share anything about their exploits this year in video games before we jump into our nominees? I Definitely mean, not I, my stats. I could pull up my Steam. <clears throat> yeah, let's see. Let's see your Steam, Ben. Make me feel less bad about myself. Uh, it won't. I promise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it won't. You're pretty bad. <laughs> uh, let's uh, see here. I have Among Us. Uh, Twenty-five hours played into that because mm-hmm. that's a fun game. Um, I have thirty hours in Cyberpunk, and I need you to know that I'm a smoker. So I, for every seven minutes of an hour, I walk okay. away to go smoke. Uh, and then I need you to know, uh, my Witcher's numbers make me feel really bad about myself for Witcher 3. My PlayStation said I have 26 hours in that or 24 or something like that. And I don't think I've played that much. <clears throat> That's why I don't think the PlayStation is entirely accurate. No, 100%. And you you haven't played that much because my numbers are at 210 uh Point seven hours. I need to be clear that it, it, that's a little bit more than it should be, but it, because of just pause times and stuff. But still, two hundred and ten hours. How much of that Holy game would crap. you estimate that you saw in that hundred or two hundred ten hours? All of it. You did everything. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because if I buy a game, I'm gonna one hundred percent it. I'm not gonna waste that investment, which I've spent yeah. sixty bucks on. You know, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Fair enough. I think that's a good mentality. That's cool. 
I you may be the only person I know that you may be one of the only people in the world that have 100% of that game. There's a lot to that game. There is. I've I've probably put I don't know, 80 hours into that thing and I, I don't think I've seen half of it. Well, and so, that's impressive. And like I also played Witcher 1 and 2 before that as well. I I had started that for the Witcher 3 and I was overwhelmed, like incredibly overwhelmed by it. And I went back to play one and two and finally got back to three and I really liked it. I found I really liked it. And so it was easy to kind of go through everything because I was really invested in the world. And by the way, anyone who says that you could play Witcher 3 without playing one and two, hard disagree. Don't tell people that. They're going to be lost. They're going to be so lost in that really? game. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I agree. They'll get it. Uh, but I, I luckily had played one and two because one and two weren't big before three came out. Like they were they were kind of under the radar. But I luckily had played those two uh, and jumped into the three. But I, I don't think I would have liked three at all if I hadn't played the first two. Um, yeah. But anybody Absolutely. else? Anybody else have anything to share before we move on? I will maybe try and make you make you feel a little better, Josh. Um, I okay, think good. I spent <laughs> probably around three hundred to four hundred hours in Rocket League alone. Um, okay. Um really salty about it because this is the year that I hit Grand Champ and as soon as I hit Grand Champ they made another rank higher than that (laughs) wait they did what is it supersonic legend so (laughs) so does does Grand Champ have three levels now like the other ones do yes it does oh shit I'm dude I'm never gonna I'm never gonna top out in that game it's never gonna happen for me I'm I'm very happy that you hit that though (laughs) well I mean like yeah like I feel like you know it's 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 like a milestone like in halo 5 was onyx and i remember it was like such a badge mm-hmm. of honor uh and then rocket league i was just too as soon as i hit it man like they put that thing right above me and that that a little salty uh, i'm 40 hours into cyberpunk um and not too much outside of that i kind of steam tracks forever so yeah yeah that was the problem i was having with playstation because they've apparently been tracking this forever and so some games i had to like guesstimate because like rocket league for instance i've got like hundreds of hours in that but absolutely not all of that is this year so i was Uh, looking at modern warfare alone because that's all i've got pulled up and within multiplayer and i thought this was tracking both it said for multiplayer 147 hours and then I clicked over to Warzone because of the way that the app is, and it says 205 hours. So I don't know if that's combined. I would assume that it's not, but that's, what, almost 400 hours between both? Yeah, Warzone for me, I think, was somewhere around, total, I think, was somewhere around 200 or 250, something like that. Um, that's a lot of time, boys. What can we <laughs> that's do? That's what I'm thinking of. Now. I'm like evaluating my life, and I might need to establish some rules here, like Ben. That's why. That's why I said I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of proud, but also a little bit sad. Maybe more sad than proud, if I'm being honest. Um, but you know what? If it brought you joy, don't be sad. It does. As long as it doesn't harm anyone else around you, and it doesn't become an addiction, and it, if it brings you, you joy, then do it. It's fine. Who cares? You'd have to ask Cecilia if it was harming anybody else. I don't think is she, it is. Is she still it there? It is bringing joy. Yeah. Is she still there? She's, she is in the other room. And <laughs> bringing scared Cecilia to ask her in. <laughs> comment on Josh's game habits. Yeah. No, I'm scared. I'm scared. I, I'm actually not. I'm going to tear out this page in my notebook after we're done and destroy it. I don't want her to, to know how much. I don't want her to see my shame. Uh, Evan, 
it's bringing joy. We talked about that. Yeah. What was it last week or a couple of weeks ago? So yeah, love it. All right, let's get into our nominations, our nominees for game of the year. We've got 38 on our list, 38 games. Uh, these are not the only games that came out this year. Um, I put together a list and it's been added to a little bit since then. But these are the games I thought were, I, I think, in my opinion, most notable, maybe relevant um, to our little group here. So these are in no particular order. <clears throat> we'll go through all the nominees and then we've got games that we have already decided that we want to talk about a little bit. And so we'll talk about some of those. We'll start eliminating things uh, and we'll go from there. So our nominees are, I feel like I should be in like a sequin dress or something to present <laughs> these, but just imagine me in a sequin dress and we'll be fine. Um, if you, thank you. Thank you. If you can stop, <laughs> if you can stop throwing up long enough to hear the nominees, then here we go. Uh, Last of Us Part 2, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, Bug Snacks, Demon Souls, Cyberpunk 2077, Among Us, No Man's Sky. That's on the list because it got a PS5 release this year. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Warzone. Um, I could have just said Warzone. I once again sounded like I'm 55 years old. Resident Evil 3 Remake, Mortal Shell. The Last Campfire, Dark Pictures Anthology, Little Hope, Astro's Playroom, Twin Breaker, A Sacred Symbol's Adventure, Dreams, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Journey to the Savage Planet, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, uh, Neo 2, Doom Eternal, Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, Crisis Remastered, Fall Guys, Hyperscape, Wasteland 3, Marvel's Avengers, Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, Hades, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, Genshin Impact, Rogue Company, Star Wars Squadrons, Mario Kart Live, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Spider-Man Remastered, and Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, which is one of the best video game titles I have ever seen. It I really is. Um, and and we, could, we could just get rid of it right now if we want. We don't need to keep it around or anything. Like I get it. It's... I mean, if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it, Ben. Those are our oh. nominees. It is now discussion time if you have things to say about Crash Bandicoot. Well, like, is it game of the year? No. But here's the thing. Crash 4 is the most punishingly difficult platformer. Wait, really? Yes. I haven't played it. Really? Yeah. It's one of the reasons that I, it's taken me so long to quit smoking. Very seriously. <laughs> it is so hard, but it is so good. And Okay. Like, it feels like Toys for Bob took all of their frustration from the old games and packaged it up into this little game of torture and trauma, and it's great. And they added, like, a whole bunch of new things, like, you would have to, like, you beat the level, and then it mirrors the level immediately uh not immediately after yeah it mirrors the level and so you you have all you know you've learned how to play this this level this platform level you learn all the techniques and then they're like great now do it mirrored uh, it's they have all sorts of gems the boss battles are particularly <laughs> difficult as well um which is surprising for a crash bandicoot game if you've ever played any of the originals for that and right on uh, yeah, I can't. I really just can't recommend it enough. You know, like I said, not game of the year, but still really good. So it's like my concern was because I'm definitely going to go back and play it. My concern was that it wouldn't be attached enough to the nostalgia of the other Crash games. Does it feel like? Does yeah. it feel like just more Crash, but like 
Absolutely. Updated? Absolutely. Or does it feel like a different... No, it's a sequel. It's 100% the first okay. true sequel to the three games. And to, so much so that they have a joke where they're like, oh, who's this Cortex guy? And they're like, oh, we beat him three times. They're like, really? That seems like seems like more. And they're like, nope, just three. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it feels like a sequel. It honors okay. the original trilogy. It honors the games. It, it ignores everything else that came after it. And if you liked the original Crash Bandicoots, you'll love this one. Okay, very cool. Mm-hmm. That's enough to make me confident about checking it out. So I'll probably check that out. Do it. Um, all right. So here are the games that I know that we want to discuss. Uh, we can discuss other games outside of this list. So if, if you have thoughts about any of the other games on this list outside of these, you can speak up. Otherwise we can start kind of knocking things off. But the games I know for sure that we want to discuss are last of us part two, Tony Hawk, Bugsnacks, Demon Souls, cyberpunk among us, no man's sky, ghost of Tsushima, Warzone, Resident Evil 3 Remake, Mortal Shell, Last Campfire, uh, Dark Pictures Anthology, Little Hope, Astro's Playroom, Twin Breaker, Dreams, Final Fantasy, Ori, uh, nope, not Ori, uh, Journey to the Savage Planet, and Immortals Phoenix Rising. I think those are the games that we have marked for discussion. Any games outside of that that we have thoughts on real quick before we start eliminating things? And we can kind of go around, we can go in like rounds and each of us can like choose a game to possibly be eliminated. So that person will put a game up for elimination. We'll discuss if we all agree, we'll knock it off the list. Sound good? Sounds good. Here we go. Sounds good. Um, Who wants to go first? Let's go alphabetically. Ben. My name starts with I'll Y. pick... <clears throat> I was going alphabetically by first name, oh, bro. That's um, that's ridiculous. Because I'm yeah, because I'm I'm an idiot. <laughs> but uh, what what game do you think deserves to be knocked off first, Ben? Okay, well, I think I'm gonna have to go with starting off Genshin Impact. Um, it looks like the nicest game I never ever want to play. <laughs> right? That's entirely accurate. <laughs> <laughs> like these streamers play it and it looks it looks so pretty and it looks yep. so fun but yep. you, you we do that with little personal awards and mine was Genshin Impact is the best game I never want to play. I I think I agree. Yeah, and we're going to do we're going to do our own personal awards um here in a second uh spoiler alert but yeah, Genshin Impact is from from what I gather and what I've heard people talk about it's basically a Breath of the Wild clone. Uh, but like much more anime and it's, it's a gotcha game essentially, right? It's free to play. Um, yeah. Any, any other, any thoughts from anyone else on Genshin? I don't know if any, any of the rest of us have touched it. I, I actually mm-hmm. never even played it. No one did. <laughs> Is it a well, JRPG? It was a, that... it was a big, it's kind of a JRPG. It's, that... it's literally a, a, a breath of the wild clone, but anime. It's skin. a Chinese RPG, a CRPG, if you will. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but a hack and slash. There you go. Yeah. So think think Dynasty Warriors cross Breath of the Wild cross anime. It's actually good. And that's kind of that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Free to play. You can you can pay for like you can the like the kind of gameplay hook here is that you can switch between characters and they all have like different abilities and things like that. And then you can like upgrade and then you can spend real money and purchase abilities and stuff to you. But, um, 
I are we all cool with knocking off Genshin Impact? Get rid of it. I'm gonna just say mm-hmm. this: I, if I didn't put my initials on it, I, I would eliminate <laughs> it from the it? list. Like, or I haven't even played it. So I, yeah, like either of these, Ev- I could. Evan says, "Get rid of them all. <laughs> Let's just cut them all off that don't have initials." Um, and I feel like I can't vote off anybody's initials list right now. Yet I haven't played most of those games either. All right, I I can't figure out how to strike through, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna knock it off the list completely. We're just gonna delete it. Um, let's see who is up next. Clayton, uh, what game would you like to nominate for elimination? Well, to me, I just keep staring at the remasters. We had Spider Man remastered, Crisis remastered, Modern Warfare Two mm-hmm. remastered. Crisis, mm-hmm. I thought already had a remaster. Uh, maybe I was wrong on remastered. Remaster. So, <laughs> so Crisis Remastered, I believe, came out on the Switch in late 2019, and then it came to other consoles in 2020. I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure. I know it only came to PlayStation in 2020. Um, so it, it might have already again. been out. Did elsewhere. Modern Warfare 2 also get remastered previously? Um. No, I think modern. I think modern warfare did. Oh yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And then Spider Man. How old is that game? Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Oh, it so wasn't it got like it the... got a PS five version. Oh, gotcha. Did it yeah. feel different? Did you play it? Um, it's a lot smoother. Uh, so when I when I originally jumped in, it was either sixty FPS or 4k and now they've both miles morales and spider-man remastered have gotten patches to where you can play at 60 fps in a um or sorry yeah 60 fps in 4k um so they're kind of combining those the way they do it is they just take off some of the pedestrians off the street like they depopulate the world just a little bit to make it work but it still works um it doesn't really feel different other than that it's it's a lot smoother and a lot prettier oh yeah those are those are my if I'm going to name two, Crisis and Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, just because I, I played them both in the past. I did enjoy yeah. them as games. I don't feel an immediate need to go back to them. Um, I think it's... I played Crisis, I think, somewhat recently. Uh, and then Modern Warfare 2, the Modern Warfare series in itself is a continuation. So that's my right. nominations. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I have to agree. Um, I liked Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, but I, I have to agree in the sense that I'm not sure, you know, a remaster necessarily deserves uh, a game of the year nomination. Just, it has to, it has to bring a lot more to the table than just being remastered, I guess, um, for me to consider it for like a game of the year. Um, especially in a year where we got Demon Souls remastered, like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, the quality of that work versus the quality of these remasters to me is night and day. Crisis specifically, though, if you go back to that game, uh, it's not good. Like, I'll just say it: it's not good. It's te- yeah, yeah, it's always it's like terrible a graphics shooting. in an engine kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm if if you want to put both of them up, Modern Warfare Two and Crisis for elimination i'm okay with both of those everybody else what do you guys think got him get him out of here all right 
Yeah, and Evan doesn't have initials by him, so <laughs> sounds like yeah. Evan's, I mean, like Evan's if good. we're we're nominating our games of the year, like I played Fall Guys a few times, but I'm not gonna nominate that like for a list. Um, like, and yeah, uh, I feel like a lot of these just fair enough. This is um, this is easier than previous times when I've done something like this on other podcasts. Uh, let's see, Evan, you're up next. What's your nomination from Elimination? Let's get rid of Hades. I've heard a lot of hype about that, but sorry. Like I even like all of their trailers and gameplay. I'm sorry, I just like couldn't get into it. So apologies if you were into that game and it did win some awards, but anybody any any objections? I, I I never played it, but you're gonna make a lot of your listeners very, very angry by saying something like that because I know it's very popular. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm I'm positive. I'm positive. Um, it's uh, I always get super massive and super giant, um, mixed up. This is super giant, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, Hades was super giant's game this year. Um, Makers of Bastion, which is one of the best games I have played in a very long time. Super unique. It made me feel things. The soundtrack is amazing. Uh, I haven't played Hades either, but I am not into roguelikes. I'm sorry. Um, so I'm probably not going to play this one. But it it won some some uh, outlets Game of the Year award. I think IGN picked it for their Game of the Year this year. Um, and it made, it made headlines other places too. But I don't have any objections to this if anybody else doesn't. I want to pretend like I do. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I just mean like I think that game I, I like it's one of those games that I definitely want to like uh a little more. Like you said, roguelikes and those kind of like dungeony premise get out of Hades. I just don't I tend to go for something more RPG esque. Um and mm-hmm. I don't like I I'm don't just... like railroads. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not the guy that's like um I just don't, I I don't enjoy games that are like maximize your run, like get a better run. Uh, I would just rather play a game that's like telling a story and you know, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for RPG elements, um, but I know a lot of people enjoy it. Like Rogue Legacy was huge when it came out, and like you know, roguelikes are are popular in general. I think, but yeah, not for me. So and Evan's already taken it off the list. I think yeah, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Um, all right, let's see. My turn. I am going to nominate. Um, what am I going to nominate here to to get out of here? Uh, you know what? I'm nominating. You know what? Another hot take right out the gate. I'm nominating Marvel's Avengers for elimination. It's not hot. <laughs> um, I mean, it's got a fervent, if small, fan base. Um, but it what? It's not great. It's not a good game. Uh, and I, I think, I think it objectively flopped. I don't, I don't think they've made their money back yet on that game. Um, it had a lot of potential. I was very excited about it until I found out that it was going to be a games as a service game and not like an actual game game, which that's another nitpick I have. I don't like games like destiny and other things that are like, there's live events happening all the time and the story's secondary. Uh, once again, I just want you to make a game and let me play it. Um, so anyway, Marvel's Avengers is my 
nomination. Des- I know Destiny is you're 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 a big fan of Destiny, Ben. So no. I know you differ from me, me on that. But um, I don't know. Marvel's Avengers didn't do it. I played the demo, hated it. Was not motivated by the game. Um, no. So yeah. yeah. Anybody else? I, I don't think it's a hot take at all. Get it out of you. <clears throat> out of here. Destiny ripoff. I think that's exactly it. Like the campaign looked cool, but like I'm not gonna play a crappy gameplay for some loot, you know, and for some bad loot on top of that. I'm not into it. I'm not into it. <laughs> not into Destiny. Yeah. Uh, Square Enix does not value your time and money, Ben. Apparently, no. I made Marvel's Avengers. I played Final Wait, Fantasy so... 15. <laughs> I still have. I still am only like a quarter of the way to that game. Wait, Awful. did you say you're not a fan of Destiny? I thought you were a Destiny boy. No, no. Destiny is just a <laughs> oh, <okay>. big bag <laughs> of disappointment. Always, constantly. <laughs> I played that game forever, hoping that there would come a day where I felt like <laughs> my time invested into it would be worth it. And they kept stringing me along. And but that day never it, happened. It never happened. It never came. It's still waiting. And you know, it was fun. We used to like my friends and I. We had like a bunch of seven TVs all playing. We separated fire teams all at this big land party to run the raids and stuff. And it was so much fun. And oh, that sounds fun. It was. It was. It was great. And I have a lot of good memories with the series. But I don't think I will ever go back to it. I, every once in a while, I'll look into it and I'll be like, "Hey, what's going on over at Destiny?" But I just, I, I can't, I can't bring myself to care about most looter shooters anymore. I think most looter shooters are going to disappoint me. <laughs> Games that have missable events stress me the fuck out. Oh, that too, <laughs> man. Like I, to to a certain extent, I agree. Like I like aspects of it, but like I'm busy. I've I, I've I have a job. I have you know dreams that I want to accomplish. I can't I can't make sure that I'm there at five p.m. on Friday. No. You know, like it's it's too much. Yeah, I, I don't understand games that like they try to like make appointment gaming like there used to be appointment television watching and i'm like i like i that's it's the whole reason i couldn't get into uh animal crossing this year because i like i can't play a game that i'm gonna be like stressed when i'm not playing it that's like a second job i can't do it like real time is passing in the game when i'm not playing it as well as when i'm playing it can't do it and I es- hate it. And especially because, like, it, when I was playing Animal Crossing and I missed, like, one big <clears throat> event, I was like, okay, well, that's that. I screwed up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I'm afraid it would it's go. Over. Clayton, I feel like you were about to say something. Uh, I, I just I, – I'm 100%. Destiny, I, it could have milked me too. The only thing is that their expenses, their expansions were too expensive for me. Like, it was just like – if it was, like, small mm. little chunks, I would have been following along the the – trail of breadcrumbs got like way too expensive to pick up so i fell off a couple years but blind raids were with my friends some of the most fun i've ever had um and i destiny for me i'm a big bungee fan so i've loved it for a long time and i think that i argue against what you guys are saying i think that the events thing is big i mean fortnite showed us that that like that time Fortnite stresses me out too though but like I think, Apex, I think we're just missing the trend on this one. I think the trend is I, going it's in entirely possible. <laughs> I well, obviously, like Fortnite's huge. Like Destiny's huge. Like I'm obviously, you know, or anybody that doesn't like that stuff is obviously in the minority. But like for me, it stresses me out. Like knowing 
knowing that like there's a thing happening that I am going to miss or like there's items that I'm going to miss if I don't play at a certain time, like that stresses me out. That's and Warzone does it too, although to a lesser extent, but like that stuff stresses me out. I don't I'm like a it. planner. Like my friends are like, hey, uh, you want to hang out tonight? I'm like, no. But if you want to hang out tomorrow at 7 p.m. at this place, I will totally do it. <laughs> and so I think to me, like the whole events thing too is like all your friends can like, oh, let's not play. Let's all play this one game this time tomorrow. And then nobody else is distracted and trying to fight with other things. And I think it creates that sense of yeah, excitement. That's fair. That's fair. I, yeah, there is something to be said, I guess, for it. Uh, it's just I don't think it's for me for the most part, you know. Um. All right. Top of the order, Ben. What's your next nomination? Uh, I think we're we're, g- we're zooming through these. <laughs> I think we're gonna go for blood. Go for it. Why not? Let's do it. So I'm gonna get rid of both the Mario games on this list <laughs> because there's Uh-oh. no Mario is fun. It's gonna never be game of the year. So there's Mario Kart it's... Live Home Circuit, <laughs> which is it's not a toy. It's, it's, it's a toy. It's not a game. And whatever Super Mario All-Stars 3D is, because I don't know what that is. I can tell you what that is. Okay. Because I purchased it, Ben. What is it? I was is one of the game idiots of the year that worthy, purchased though? it. Because it's absolutely not Game of the Year worthy, in my opinion. Um, How did it find its was, way on this list? Like, <laughs> yeah, who put Because that there? it was a big thing that happened this year. But so what? It was, it was a... I, I mean, you're right. You know what? You're right. Uh, hang on. I want I want to make sure I get this right because I didn't spend a ton of time with Super Mario 3D All Stars. I want to make sure I remember exactly what games it includes. It includes Mario 64 for sure. It also includes Mario Sunshine and Galaxy. Um, oh, I remember that one. That's there's just three or four remakes. It's not actually a game. It's not even a remake. Believe it or not. Oh, they didn't redo anything they just <laughs> replatformed these games mario 64 still has all of the terrible camera bugs and like weird placement it's it's great like i love mario 64 there's a ton of nostalgia but like it it's not by modern standards a good game at all um sunshine and galaxy are better but they didn't redo or remake or remaster anything in these games they just replatformed them Oh, well, Sunshine is a really good game. It doesn't need it, but but Galaxy probably does. Sunshine is the best of those three for sure. Um, yeah, just get rid of them. I, I would agree. I, I have no objections to knocking both of these off. Uh, also noting that Mario Kart Live Home Circuit is literally, for anybody that hasn't heard of that, it's literally a remote control car that comes with a game that you play on your Switch, and it creates you like you create a, a track by like placing markers on the floor and then your switch will run that virtual track as you're playing and you're driving these your car through the the markers um i know one person that bought it and then i've heard a bunch of other people that bought it talk about it it works terribly in order for you to be able to actually use this thing you need a ton of space you need to not have carpets at all um and pretty much not have pets as well so it's just it's not great in practice. No, I, I every once in a while, like when I have some time and I'm not playing a game or something, and there's like a couple streamers that I really like. Um, not anymore now that I'm not on Facebook, but one of them he got it and he uh, I watched him play it and he has the perfect setup in his room for it. And I was like, this looks like um, I would say this looks like it'd be really fun for probably 15 minutes. And that's that's yeah. it. I'd uh, be done with it yeah. after that. Yeah. Sorry, 
Evan, go ahead. You got pets too. That's not happening. Dogs, cats, they're all going to attack that. Like, mm-hmm. the, yeah, my, like you my said, if you have like a studio apartment, what the hell, like, where are you going to set this course? Like on your mattress, like, like there's nowhere to really play. And then, yeah, one of the guys I was listening to said that they tried to take it outside because there was more space outside that had like a really smoothly like paved patio. But the problem is the lighting because it's using a camera on the remote control car. It's right in the to sun. see where the next thing is. And it's too bright. Like you, you can't play it outside. You can only play it inside. Um, I don't like so Nintendo's just, trying to get us to go around. outside and enjoy the great outdoors <laughs> with Pokemon yeah. Go and, and yeah, yeah. But I, I will, I, I will say Nintendo is first and foremost. They call themselves a toy company first and foremost. And Mario Kart Live Home Circuit is definitely a toy. So they're they're living up to their. You know what it's their, not though, a game of the year. Get rid of it. <laughs> it's not. It's out of here. <laughs> Uh, yes, my favorite toy they ever made was cardboard that one year. Oh my gosh, what the heck was that called? Labo. Uh, Labo. Nintendo Labo. Yeah, that was great. That was a great year for video games and cardboard. Uh, <laughs> all right, Clayton, you're up next. What do you got? Oh man, um, my nomination, and I, I want to just step in front of the bullet on this one because mm-hmm. in PC world, this is. Uh, the best and most Here amazing we go. game. PC master race. Uh, I'm I'm a PC. Um, I know you like, and that's why I'm avoiding a lot of the Playstations. <laughs> um, but I'm putting up Ori and Will of the Wisps for elimination. I love Ori. I love it. Is an epitome of my mind of an amazing platforming game. Um, I think it is perfect in that element um and in that sense i would nominate it for a platforming game of the year but ori i don't end up spending enough time with it um does get a little repetitive over time um and do find myself that just doesn't have enough i guess you know if i think of the games that are top i could spend hours and hours and hours playing them it's one of those games that would be fun, but it's one of those games I don't go back to just because I want to play other things. But it is an amazing game, but I do think um, not game of the year. Um, maybe platformer of the year? Sure, but not game of the year. It is a great game. It's uh, infuriating, though, at times. like mm-hmm. Very challenging at times, too. I think we played it on the Switch, though. Uh, yeah, possibly... Yeah, switch. It is on that. Okay. Um it Yes. It's a it's a great platformer. I think Ori the Ori games, both of them, um are perfect examples of what can happen when an indie studio gets AAA funding. Um and not like not saying that like these games cost as much as a AAA game to release because I, I don't think they did. But, you know, Moon Studios, who developed the Ori games, they're based in Austria. They were part of, I think, originally they uh, they were one of the first studios that were part of the Xbox indie program. And I can't remember what it's called. Um, but, like, and they're still doing it. Like, they've got a, a program where they reach out and, like, help fund indie games and, you know, uh, publish indie games and things like that. Um, yeah, fantastic platformer. It did release really, really 
terribly. It was it was like super buggy when it first came out. They fixed it pretty quickly, mm-hmm. but it was really buggy when it first came out. It is and really it's like good though. Like fifteen bucks, like that's like yeah, yeah, in yeah. My, and it's always so cheap too. That's such an easy. I think it's like a platformer that got some funding that did it right. In many yeah. cases, not always the case. And it did it did everything. I think it did everything you wanted it to from the first game, and added some really good ideas um, that I think worked really well once all the bugs were worked out. The combat is much, much better. Like there was pretty much almost no combat in the first game. It was just sort of avoiding things and using the environment. Uh, and in this one, you can actually fight, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, still adorable. Like it's a very touching story too. Uh, but I, I would agree, not necessarily game of the year. Anybody else before we No. All right. Nobody's going to fight for Ori. Sorry, Ori. You're out. <laughs> um, guys, we're already down to 30 games on our list. We've knocked out nine games in two rounds. That's pretty good. Uh, Evan, you're up next. I'm getting rid of both the Spider-Man games. Spider-Man Remastered. We already went over this. You don't deserve an award for Remaster. And Miles Morales. Whoa! Good game from what I've heard, but... Uh, not game of the year worthy. It's Whoa! A shorter. St- You're the one who told me. You've sold. You've you've informed me of a number of these games. But Miles Morales, the storyline is good, but it's a short game. Like it's only intended to be like released as kind of like to enhance the PS5, you know, give it more value in a sense. Um, so I, I, yeah, I don't think it's worth it. I definitely can't argue with getting rid of Spider-Man Remastered. Um, Miles Morales is a shorter game, but I I definitely think it's a contender for game of the year. Do you have it on your list? I do have it on my list. Well, then we can't get rid of on it, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it it is shorter. Uh, it's it's so wholesome, and I th- I think it does for Spider Man what Ori and the Will of the Wisps does for Ori. Which is it builds on everything that we already had, like the the web swinging, like traversal, like none of that's going to change. Most of the combat's not going to change, but they add to it in so many ways. And Miles, I think, is such a compelling protagonist in so many ways that I loved that game. So it, it is on my top five. So let's keep that one for okay, now. Okay, fair point. Um, but I definitely, I definitely won't argue Spider-Man Remastered. It is, it's a remaster. It's it's the same game, just it looks better. It runs better. So I have no problem getting rid of that if nobody else does. Going once, twice. Out of here. Sold. It's gone. All right. Um, my nomination is going to be... We're, we're getting close to like games that people want to talk about now. So uh, I think my nomination for elimination is going to be... You know what? Nobody else is going to pick it. Uh, for anything, I'm, I'm gonna nominate Wasteland Three uh, for elimination. It's on here because it's the first time we've seen a Wasteland game in a very long time. Wasteland is the series that sparked uh, and spawned Fallout, which is one of my favorite series of all time. It's a great, you know, uh, I guess you could call it a tactical RPG um, about you know post post apocalyptic America. Uh, it's really good. I've probably put about five or so hours into it. 
Um, but I think it's also probably pretty niche. I feel like have any the rest of you guys played this one? I have not. Um, it's pretty good. It's Divinity esque in its presentation and sort of the the gameplay. Um, but yeah, it's I love it, but I don't think it's probably going to make game of the year. So I'll put that up for elimination. I don't think we have any objections. No objections. All right, it's gone. Twenty eight games and counting. Ben, what's your next nomination? Hyperscape. Don't know what it is. Don't care. Bye. Get it the fuck out of here. Hyperscape is the new. Uh, Hyperscape is the new FPS competitive FPS by who made this game? Probably no one. Hyperscape. No one interesting. It's from. Oh, it's from Ubisoft. Yes, no one interesting. Still. Um, it, it was Ubisoft's venture into first-person competitive shooters. It's sort of Apex esque. Oh, I remember this. Um, it's very fast. It's very like it's got a lot of verticality. It's in like urban environments. Uh, it's fun. It's really hard to learn. Um, I suck at it. It looks cool, so. but nah, nah. Get it out. It it does look cool. It is it is honestly very fun to play, but I die immediately every game. I, die I can't every land a time. shot, and apparently everybody else is just landing headshots. So I don't last very long. Any any objections to hyperscape? We're too old to click heads, Josh. <laughs> I, I definitely am, especially on console these days. Yeah, I feel that. Doesn't sound like we have objections. No, get it out of here. Escape is gone. See you. Gone. So long, Hyperscape. Nice try, Ubisoft. Clayton. Uh, I'll put up Fall Guys. Um, <clears throat> you know, it just it's a it's a casual game. I'm just not. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hype, I no, just got Fall Guys coaching. I just got Fall Guys coaching Clayton. I will the tell fact you, that it is that not exists. a casual game. <laughs> oh my goodness, the fact that exists. I mean, uh, you know, I, it's a battle royale, uh, and yep. to me, in most cases, battle royals are generally going to be really fun in terms of variability. But at the same time, it's the same game hundred times. Uh, it's fun guys but you know it's there's not enough there to make me think about it after this year I'm with that's you fair that. i i hadn't played it for months uh from when like i fell off the first time to when i got my coaching um and then i played it for like a few more days after i got my coaching uh and that coaching really helped, by the way. If you're like super into Fall Guys, you should hit up that guy. Uh, I shouted him out. His name's Spearmaker. Um, it was it's it, he was really good. Um, but yeah, it's a fun game. I I think if there was an award for most adorable game of the year, Fall Guys would win possibly. Um, this little those little beans are the cutest little things, and all their outfits make them even cuter. Uh, and the way they fall and roll around, and then. What I loved about this game is that even when I lost, I really wasn't very mad because it was just funny. All of it was funny. The only time I was mad is when I hate the I hate the games where it's like they're team games and you have the opportunity to like go and just fuck with another team because people would do that. And I'd be like, if if we all were just playing our objective, like, you know, all of us would have a chance and then. Because usually the people that would just fuck with other teams would lose, but then they would make the third team win, and that like that would make me mad. But
it's a fun <laughs> game um i just i get too competitive about even like dumb casual adorable <laughs> battle royales <laughs> uh but anyway, any objections to Fall Guys? I, it, it is a lot of fun, but I, I also agree that it necessarily isn't Game of the Year material. Gone. Nah. Doesn't sound like it. It's out of here. Get those jelly beans out of here. Evan, what you got? A game that's on the list that we'll talk about, but <clears throat> Cyberpunk 2077 is not a game of the year. <laughs> Like I don't think it's possible that it can be in any game you just, of the year discussion. You just hurt you just hurt Clayton's heart and I think Ben But as I a game of the year, like could it be in the top years. list? Like a like I, I enjoyed this game or whatever, sure. But like that game's broken for many people out there. Not all. Are we doing this now? Are we doing this? Let's do sure. it. Sure. it. I mean if it's if it's on if it's on either of your top fives, Evan and Clayton, we can save it. Do you think it's fair to just say, like, what are our top five? So that way we're not, like, eliminating from that list immediately. Because there could be some debate, especially for the game maybe, of the year. Maybe. I mean, yeah, we can we can each sort of announce our top fives now and then, like, eliminate around that if you want. Because I feel like I've hit on two already. I'm just going for, for hits here. <laughs> going for blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not intentionally, honestly, either. Just Cyberpunk is Cyberpunk is definitely on my top five. Okay. For this year, it's on ben, mine too. too. Yeah, mine too. Okay. I only played five ga- five games this year. So. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't have time. I don't have time. <laughs> and like, so here's the thing about Cyberpunk is it's like, it's really really good if you're rich, right? Like you have the equipment for mm-hmm. it, and you you have the the, uh, the the graphics for graphics card for it but that's not very cyberpunk so it loses the whole meaning <laughs> of the, I, of the right, process you're right though in that that is the that's the least cyberpunk thing that a cyberpunk game could be is for the like quote unquote elite like, right right <laughs> for, for people that can afford to play it in its intended you know and i do want to tell your listeners that i am also poor i'm not like sitting here like you're poor now yeah exactly <laughs> after. like after paying for this yeah I'm and poor. then the the good pc like the guys with the really nice pcs right we get a game that we can play and we're having a ton of fun with it and then the playstation guys are upset because it's not working on theirs but then you guys bring and up Xbox. last of us then you guys bring up last of us and I'm like, well, I don't even have access to that game. <laughs> so I don't even want to. I mean, that is, <laughs> that's also yeah. true. That's also true. Literally, the game um, is unplayable. It's literally PC. unplayable. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. So that's like, that's the weird thing about this game is that it's. And honestly, I've got it on PS5. I have Cyberpunk on PS5. I was looking forward to it a lot. I pre-ordered it. Um, I have the Steelbook case on the shelf behind me. Uh, I fully intend to go back to that game. Um, I kind of I fell off of it because it was crashing a lot, even on my PS5. Nothing game breaking. I had like a few like spontaneous car explosions, uh, NPCs missing legs, and things like that. Um, quests were working fine. Like the game in general is working fine. It is beautiful when it works well. Uh, so it's it is strange that there's such a disparity of experience with this game because like people on PC. Um, you know, with decent PCs are, are doing great. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Um, and people with Series X's or PS5's, uh, it's sort of like the middle of the road experience. It's fine most of the time. Um, I did play it on my PS4 Pro and it was noticeably worse there. Um, and I don't, my brother-in-law has my 
base PS4, so I didn't get to try it there. But, uh, you know, anecdotally, it's basically unplayable, or at least was for a long time on base versions of the, the last gen system. So it's, it's a strange, it's very strange. And I, I have more problems with the business end of how that game was released than the game itself. Like I I've played Bethesda games before I'm used to games with bugs. Um, I, I don't think any of us are really used to games that are just completely unplayable on a system that they were released on. So like that aside, I'm used to playing games with bugs, but, uh, the business around how the game was released is, is, pretty shitty um evan do you have a second pick outside of cyberpunk though for elimination since that's can i say something on it though yeah i don't want i just wanted to say because you said that it's like you know like uh, enhancements and stuff for the elite and stuff like that aren't for the elite and cyberpunk and that's not entirely true because like the elite should be able the the elite does have like a control of things in that kind of like genre the the difference is that like we could just take it Right, we could just take whatever we want from them because this is like this is the world that it is. No one cares. No one fights against it. And like we don't really get a lot of those those chaotic good options that like they should be allowing us to have in the game. Like in the first, I don't know, like the first twenty minutes of the game, I'm I'm calling a cop a pig, right? And uh, then suddenly later on, I'm doing side missions to collect bounties on people who assaulted yeah. cops. It's stupid. It's it's out of control, really. And I think that uh, I, while it's a good game and while I am having fun, like I said, it's a problem that they don't understand that. But then the entire game, you can do side missions for cops. Right. Like, yeah, you can work exactly. for the cops the whole game. <laughs> it's It's so stupid, yeah. man. And you I, earn street cred for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I've totally forgot about it. you earn street cred for those for those those missions for for helping the cops. And it's like no, I want to go back to the to the part of the game where I I called him a pig. I want to you know I want I don't want to see I don't want to arrest this dude for assaulting a cop. I want to go help him. That's the point. <laughs> That's the point of being a cyberpunk. And I, I I don't know. It's just it's a little out of control for me. Would you have gone for something more like? Uh... GTA style, yeah. like if they allowed you to have more freedom in that regard. Yeah, like... absolutely. I think so. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of what they were advertising. And it's yeah, and it's worth saying that like they are saying like certain aspects of like the AI isn't working. Yeah. Um, they have said like, and I don't know if that's like a thing where it's like, oh, don't worry about it, uh, or like with like you know, oh, we're gonna fix it, or oh, hey, you know this isn't working quote unquote so we'll see what ends up happening if they end up do fixing it or if they are patch it or what yeah um um yeah it's uh i i agree with a lot of i pretty much all of that i think like i was playing the game and i was like okay this is this is really cool like i i've honestly enjoyed my time with it too i'm waiting until it's a little smoother maybe a little more content is added before i jump back in because i want to experience like I just know myself and if I play it and finish it right now without like the extra content and some of the fixes and stuff like that, I'll have a fine time, but I'll have a much, much better time. And I probably won't go back to it after I finish it, at least for a very long time. So I'll have a better time once it's a little more polished and and, like fleshed out. But that being said, I jumped into it and immediately I was like, okay, this is super cool. The aesthetic is great. It's like Blade Runner. Like it, it, it looks very Blade Runner, but it's like brighter and like, it's it's a very pretty game. I was having fun in the like the initial uh, missions. It's there's a lot of shooting and action, um, 
And then I quickly realized like, oh, uh, upgrade, like the cyberpunk part of it where, where it's like module upgrades to your body and things like that. Like those still like it's still very capitalist in nature, like all of it. Like it those cost a lot of money. They're unattainable for a long time. Like you might find them when you're like fighting guys, but like there there is a lot of it where there's like misses as to it seems like what cyberpunk really is um, or what the genre is come come to be known as um still a fun game i i i am enjoying it but yeah fun but is it game of the year is the big thing like you know like you said like i like i was saying earlier too like i don't know i feel like they just need to allow me the like in story we can steal all we want but like where is the you know where where is my ripping you know shit and I, I this is bad I never do that but you know where is my stealing stuff from the corpos you know where is... uh, yeah I was gonna say there's it's hard to like steal things in the game too, though too yeah no it's I, I don't even think there's like a pip pocket option or anything but um you know I, I want to be able to fight against the machine yeah I want to be able to to beat the system I want to be part of that yeah. world that is <laughs> fights against the the fucking corpse man and i it just never feels you know while it's fun it never really gives me that full feeling yeah, <laughs> yeah it still feels a little fenced in mm-hmm. um which is why i'm excited for like they've talked about a lot of dlc um yeah. coming in, in uh well i was gonna say in 2021 we're in 2021 um in january and february and like some patches and stuff like that so i'm excited to see what they add to it I, i'll definitely go back to it uh i as a game i do like it so far um i just don't like how how it was treated on release but no but with that being said i would like to second evan's notion to remove it from the list thank you sir oh you do want to remove it yeah yeah i i don't think it's game of the year well from but like from a top five like not i i know we don't think it's necessarily game of the year at least so far but like uh, all right that, it, that's a part of why i think like at least for the five? point of like giving each other like their like if it's in the top five, I'd mark it and save it for for like the end because I don't want to ignore any of Clayton's sentiment for how he feels about this game. Um, That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. If if we feel like it at least belongs in the top five, we can leave it for now. Okay. Sounds good. In my personal top five, I mean, okay, just because how I personally feel about that game, I do I do agree in a lot of sense of what you guys are saying, and I would say like if you'd have asked me after my first five hours of play, I would have told you like, oh my gosh definitely not game of the year because the the intro is so disjointed and and the path you choose rushed it doesn't under you don't understand anything by the time you're like trying to figure out the game then like big major story plot happens and i'm like i don't even (laughs) yeah and then it It, skips like 20 it skips like five years in the uh first like 10 minutes i was like i don't (laughs) And then they like, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, and Eddie's. You may gotta come get your Eddie's." And I was like, "I, I don't even know what the jargon is yet. I, like, I, don't, I don't know what an Eddie is." <laughs> no. Yeah, but now I, I still, I still haven't figured out. And now I know what an Eddie is. Eddie is currency, like an Eddie is a, a, yes. a unit of currency. But they never explain. Like the other thing is, they never explain some of the jargon. You just have to like pick up on it. But like, I like, where the fuck did Eddie come from? Like, they never allude to like Ed. Oh, okay. See, I didn't pick up on that. But, like, some of that I like because they expect you to just sort of, like, fall in line and, like, pick it up. But sometimes I'm like, you got to explain this. Like, I don't understand why you're saying these words. Like, I understand what you mean, but I don't understand where it came from. Um, 
I as as a writer and a storyteller, I, I figured you would probably disagree with that, Ben. But I, I need my hand held a little more sometimes uh, than that. Um, okay, so Evan, back to you. Do you have a, a second pick out other than Cyberpunk for um, Astro's Playroom? Whoa, it's an intro game <laughs> again. Why the hell would that be in top top five? Oh, it can be man. in a personal top five, but if you were to like truly rank like the greatest games, which I already eliminated one Hades, so that's really kind of <laughs> hypocritical on me. But <laughs> if you're gonna put in your top games, like I don't think like an intro game of like I, I appreciate the nostalgia and the references that they have. It's not. It's not a top five. Come on. You know what? I, I don't Ben Ben said Ben just messaged He's and gone. said he doesn't know what that is. <laughs> he has left. <laughs> um I yeah, and Clayton, you don't have a PlayStation, right? So I'm assuming you didn't nope. did not play this game. Oh yeah. Um, Let's it's I mean, I it's kinda like Clayton's point before about The Last of Us PS right. exclusive, but here we are, that's in the list. Um uh, but Astra's Playroom, like no way. Not a chance. All right. You're an intro Here's the game. thing. Here's the thing. Astro's Playroom is in my top five. However, <laughs> it's literally number five in my top five. However, because I know it's not in any of your top fives, I I will I will seed that game. I will I will let that be eliminated without much fight from me. I will just say, yes, it is a it's a pack in game. It's it was I think initially pretty much just marketed as like a tech demo. I it, its purpose I think was just to show off the new controller um, and some of the sound stuff, which it does both of those flawlessly, perfectly. Like the the new controller is so impressive, and Astros takes advantage of that so well. Uh, but it gave so much more than just like showing what the controller can do. It's it's. A legitimately fun like I think it would rival Ori as best platformer of the year um for instance like it's it, it may not be Ori but I think it's up there like it's, it's best it's tutorial super, of the year we'll give it that it's but it's so much more than that it's like it's it's a really fun platformer it's really smooth um you you end up caring a lot about this dumb little robot from the VR game on the PS4 that like hardly anybody also played uh, but it's arguably the best PSVR game out right now. Um, and just the overwhelming nostalgia in the game was so, I, I don't know. It was like, it was like the perfect touch in a really shitty year around a console launch to jump in and like, see all the old like PlayStation software and hardware and remember like, Oh, remember the, the weird GPS attachment for the PSP that was a thing for a while and that kind of stuff so it was a lot of fun i platinumed it so i i obviously enjoyed it but i'll let it go it's bye bye Bye, astros playroom (laughs) oh man and that was that was all i wanted to say about that anyway (laughs) um man that hurts my heart bye astros but it is it is number five in my top five um let's see my vote I'm I'm gonna go for another one here. I I see Clayton's already Clayton's already like cursored over to it. Kingdoms of Amalur, re reckoning. I'm gonna vote to knock that one off. Uh, 
it's another remaster re-release um which we didn't think we were going to get because this studio went out of business um if you guys have time look up the history of kingdoms of amalur re-reckoning and the studio behind it uh kurt schilling was involved at one point um kurt schilling was a baseball man for a long time uh and (laughs) there's a there's just a lot of weird history around this game um and it was really good it originally released oh shit i looked this up before the podcast 2012 maybe um and uh it got a it got a remaster um and it's still really good it's a lot of fun the only problem i have with the game is that there's no um uh like the the enemy lock on is really bad uh if it even exists i don't I actually don't think it has it now that i'm remembering um but it's still it's it's a lot of fun um i don't think it necessarily belongs uh in a top five though so i i agree with that i <clears throat> never really got to play the game uh when it first came out so i was really excited for this one but i'm waiting until they release all of the content i forgot there's content coming yeah yeah they it's yeah and from what i from what i understand it's the stuff they were working on after they released the game originally and never got to release because the studio oh, I didn't know went that. out of business. And I can't remember, man, I can't remember what studio this was. Kingdoms of Lord. This whole podcast is just going to be. Well, regardless, like it, it's, it is a wild story. Like it was some rich dude who mm-hmm. wanted, who just really wanted to make a game and he hired all the biggest names. He hired like Ari Salvatore, um, all of like, and Ari Salvatore just wrote this story. Yep, Todd McFarlane. Yep, yep, and all of like Todd McFarlane was involved. Yep, and all of the best developers that like money could yeah. buy, and he just created a game studio for shit. Yeah, giggles. It, was, it was amazing. And 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 released a game, and it was well well received. But from what I hear, it's not as good as it was it, before. The gameplay and like the the plot devices and stuff like that haven't necessarily aged super well. Right. Um, right. All that's still in place. Like they didn't change a lot of that. It's it's a lot smoother. Some of the gameplay has improved and things. But yeah, uh, big huge games and thirty eight studios. That's who released it. Um, yeah, and Kurt Schilling was involved uh, at some point. I think the studio was out in like Rhode Island or something and um, crashed and burned. But anyway, it's it's very very interesting. So you should look up that history. But it's gone it's out of here uh and now that brings us back to benjamin Uh uh-oh what do you got benjamin i'm going up to into the initials (laughs) because i'm out for blood i'm here to play and i'm gonna get rid of final fantasy 7 remake oh yeah i i have no problem with that that's another like well, and I don't want to play an incomplete game. Oh, okay, 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 okay. You know, okay. like it, this. It seems to me that I. It, it seems like it might be fun because I'm, but I don't want to play an incomplete game. I'm gonna wait for it all. Ben, Oof. you and I kind of agree on that. Um, <laughs> I put it on this list because it is a big release this year. I figured some people would like it. I know Clayton has things to say about that game, so I'll I'll toss over to you, Clayton, first on this one. I mean, it's it's a throwback, um, and like I always kind of said when we were talking through your masters, I think there just has to be that air of nostalgia, and <laughs> I thought that the remake was well done really well, and I, I I have spent some time into it, and the it's a beautiful game, and I don't think anyone's complaining about 
the quality of the game. I think everybody, the, as you guys are kind of pointing to, and I, I mean, yeah, it's not a finished game. Um, so I guess in that sense, I'm okay with actually not being game of the year. I just think it's a really well done game. I think that it plays well. I think the it's nice to have it back. I think that they're expanding on it has been done really well. And but yeah, again, that sense, I guess it wouldn't be in my game of the year. Would it be in your top five? You know, or is it in your top five? It. I put it there because I want to give it rever- like reverence. I don't know if yeah. it would honestly fit in my top five. It deserves to be talked about, which yeah. I, I agree about that. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it and I respect it, but uh, I'm not going to play it. Not until it's all done. So out of here. <laughs> I'll play That's, it in two. I'll play it in two years, dude. Maybe. It's not going to be two years. I promise you, it's not. Mm. It it took this long for this game to come out. It's going to be at least another seven. <laughs> <I think. laughs> this is going to be this is going to be a twenty one year proposition. I'm telling you, from like the release of the first one, or like the development of the first one, the start of development to the development of the last one is going to be twenty one years. I I would almost guarantee we're not going to see the next one for a long time. But that's where I'm at. Like I, I played the demo. I really liked it. I love the way they've revamped the combat um, and left a lot of the story intact. I think some of the story, from what I understand, has changed. Um, did you make it all the way through it, Clayton, or just like part of the way? No, I did not. Um, I like I. So I played. I, I played and finished the original Final Fantasy VII. So I was like okay with being spoiled on some of this. So I was like looking into it to see exactly what they did. And from what I understand, some of the story has been changed and shifted a little bit um i don't think you make it out of the city in this first one i think it's all like within right it's all within the i city. i i don't know uh i haven't um, made it that far anyway but they somehow they managed to pull out like 12 to 15 hours or something uh out of just that first like section of the game mm-hmm. i think they said it's going to be three in three parts um so who knows when part two is coming out. Although they like, they're working on it right now. They said they they're putting as much, you know, detail and, and work into the second one. So that's why I don't think we're going to see it anytime soon, but yeah, I can't do it. I like, I love this game so much that I don't want to play through the first part and then not have the rest of it to play. Like I'm, it's going to kill me. So I think I'd rather wait. Um, Evan, you're not a, you're not a big final fantasy boy. I, I, I will never it. play him. I just oh, get no. into it and don't care to get into it. And that's more of like a, uh, I can't say this or term it as a Ben rule, but like I've been trying to develop my own rules. And like, if I really don't feel like anything for it when I'm watching it, like I'm just no point in playing it. That's fair. We actually, yeah, I think we talked about final fantasy tactics and I was like saying it's, it's probably my favorite game of all time. And then I think I told you, like, but if you've never played a Final Fantasy game and if you've never played Tactics, you're not necessarily missing out on a ton. It's like it's got to be your thing for it to be enjoyable, I think. So, right. Yeah. It's just it doesn't do anything like look at him like uh, it's not it's not going to be the game that I'm going to get into. So crazy hair and oversized swords don't do it for you, Evan. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. There hasn't been a good Final Fantasy game since 2003. Oof, they? Like, they're, they're, they have just as many uh, or more than 
there are Fast and Furious movies. Like, there are just <laughs> yeah. too many damn Final Fantasy games, and that I mean, might be a hot 16, take too, but that's just me. 16 looks 16 like garbage. literally just got announced like Jesus. at the end of the year. Just stop. <laughs> and it looks like garbage. Uh, I'm... S- no, I don't think it looks great, but I'm still excited about it because I'm a Final Fantasy sucker. It so. looks like they just binged Game of Thrones and pointed at the screen and like, oh, we should do that. We should do that. That looks like a good game. Yeah. They they definitely went back hard to like the medieval aesthetic. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, all right. Well, in that excuse me, in that case, we are gonna get is it already gone? Did somebody already take it off? I don't see it. Come it's on. gone. All right. Final Fantasy. Final remake? Fantasy. Se- oh, there it is. There it is. Final Fantasy Seven remake. Yeah, it's out of here. All right. That brings us to that was your pick, right, Ben? That brings us to Clayton. Ooh. Oh, now I kind of want to go for blood since you guys are going for it. But yeah. I, <laughs> yikes! I'm, I don't think I don't want to talk about other the like any of the games that we picked in our top five when like, uh, I mean, and I've not. There's some games on here that we haven't had time to play. Star Wars Squadrons. Um, I've watched a little bit. I've heard some of the feedback early on that wasn't amazing, and it's not Battlefield. <laughs> and I honestly don't like the new Battle. Like I, when I think Battlefield, I think of like way OG years back Battlefield that was in its prime, and I had a ton of fun playing. Um, I have not played really any of the new Battlefields. Star Wars Squadrons kind of fits that same MO for me that, A, I know that it's probably, tell me there has to be, like, you you can pay for content in that game, too. I mean, it's... No. No? All free. It's, they they said, yeah, like, you buy the game, and they said they're not going to do paid DLC, like, the game is the game. They're not doing any of that stuff. It's a $40 game, that's it. Well. It's decent. Yeah, but it's not game of the year. I, I agree, it's not game of the year. Also... Games like this, to your point about like battlefields and stuff like that, like I I feel like at some point developers of games like this start to forget that they're developing a game and they're going for the most realism that they can possibly get, which means that when I jump into a multiplayer match on like day three, which is what I did, I'm getting murdered by people who have already mastered this thing because some people are very serious about sim games and this is like it's it's not a sim game i don't want to like sound like this is like a dog fighting sim game but it's getting closer to the sim side of that line than it is the video game line and i i cannot put the amount of hours in to get good enough at this game to be competitive when like when you're getting that detailed and that close to like the sim side of things like I would rather play a video game. So I played the story. The story's good. Um, it's really good in VR. Uh, not game of the year, though, I, I think. I'm glad we got more Star Wars, though. And you get to play as bad guys at points during the game. Give me more so. like Jedi Fallen Order. <clears throat> like that, Dude, yes. That, yes, was, yes, yes. that was amazing. The... <sighs> And like, I, it's like Mandalorian. It was a great show. I loved that, what it kind of did with its Star Wars universe. I'm just these Star Wars squadrons. I just, I think I bring it up, and I like I said, I hadn't played it. Um, I've seen some of it, and the maybe I'm just like a maybe they just scorned me, and I'd love for them to win me back. 
at some point with a game that changes my mind but as of right now kind of <laughs> pushed off i feel like you're expecting a lot from ea and it's probably not gonna happen <laughs> at least not for a long time uh any anybody else have any thoughts on on star wars squadrons i think it can probably get the heck out of here all right it's gone bye bye star wars squadrons it's it's very fun in vr though i will say uh evan over to you what's your pick what are you getting rid of i worth talking but well i'll skip that one for now um Uh uh-oh I, I there's like so many games I have no idea that but I will say like Journey to the Savage Planet just purely on a poor creative name I think should go oh man like what should we call it Journey to the Savage Planet like if you just if you played that game though you would you would know why it was titled so that way am I the one that's out of this fits. one here like Journey no no I I don't I don't disagree that it's not game of the year. It's it's not in my top five, so I don't have a problem eliminating it. I do have it marked to talk about only because it's uh, it's sort of like if so. We got outer um, outer worlds in twenty nineteen, right? Um, and that was the uh, why am I forgetting the name of the studio? Not Bethesda, the other one, Obsidian. Obsidian made uh, Outer Worlds, and it was like Fallout in space, and it was really good. Um, and Journey to the Savage Planet is like if Oblivion or Bethesda made a Fallout in space, but made it comical and made it a scathing commentary on capitalism, because that's what Journey to the Savage Planet is. Um, essentially, you are a paid explorer for this like corporate, like the space exploration company corporation and you're entirely expendable. And they basically say as much. Uh, and if you die, you can get like reconstituted, like the, the way they explain like you coming back after dying is you get reconstituted in these like tubes and you're only a little bit different than your original self. And so like the more, like in the game, the lore, the more and more you do it, the more, not you you are but like it doesn't affect the gameplay or anything um but it's constant like it's constantly doing some pretty unexpected things that uh are very funny but it's also like through logs you pick up and audio um diaries and like through your interaction with the ship ai it's constantly taking like really really big jabs at like big capitalist systems um but in like really snarky like snide ways like it's like it's like over the top it's, it's like this company you're working with for the co- the corporation you're working for is like super over the top um and so like it's it's just like going big on all of those themes and like the undertones are very like this is the dumbest way to run a society or a world or whatever it's very it's very like the themes are very good but i agree it's hmm. not it's not top five material so i don't have a Peace. problem eliminating it out of here <coughs> all right um okay so let's break here 
Uh, we've got 21 games total left on our list, but let's break here. And if you guys are cool with it, let's jump into some personal awards. To be continued. 